I'm Dr. Greg Winteregg, CEO of the Private Dentist Alliance. I want to talk to all of you students out there today who are wondering what your future is going to be like as a career in dentistry, as an assistant, as a hygienist, as a dentist, where is this profession going with the rapid increase of the DSO movement? I'm here to tell you the PDA is going to help you and I want you to become a member today. It is free. Now, why should you become a member? You're gonna get weekly video updates from me and you're gonna get regular updates of our newsletters from the Alliance on exactly what is happening and how we are going to help preserve and protect the private practice of dentistry. Now, to me, the most important advantage is you are going to get access to our job board. What is that? Our private practicing members all have access to our PDA job board, which means if they have an opening in their private practice of assistant, hygienist, doctor, front office staff, they're going to be able to post it. And you're gonna be able to check up regularly. And as our membership grows, we're gonna be covering larger and larger territories across the United States. If you are looking for a job in any position in the office of a private practice, you need to become a student member today. It is free. Go to www.privatedental.org and become a student member today. You're gonna to love your benefits. Do it now. What is up, guys? It's your boy, Matt Havis, back at it with the Dental Supervisors Podcast. Today, we have a special interview for you. We have Michael Dubuck, fourth-year dental student. He's on today to, to discuss everything that you need to know about applying to ortho residency, how the process works, the tips and the tricks that he used to get into the Jacksonville program. Uh, great guy. He, he's uh, super personable. He wants everyone to succeed, and he wants everyone to get into the residency that they choose to fulfill. So, as always... Follow us on Instagram at dental.student.vibes. Make sure you give us a like, comment, review. We want everyone to succeed. Let us know what we can do to help you. If there's a certain person we need, we need to talk to, get some good content out for you, let us know. We'd love to do that for you. As always, let's just stay safe and vibe on. Welcome back to another episode of Dental Student Vibes Podcast. Seth, Cole, Matt, and our special guest, almost Dr. Michael Dubuck. Mike, how are you doing today? Doing good. Thanks for having me, Seth. Definitely. Yeah. So Mike is a fourth year student. Um, he recently just got into an ortho residency. Yeah. So Mike, we gotta, we gotta break down applying to residency. Um, and then let's talk about um, your interviews mm -hmm. and let's talk about what you're looking forward to going into residency. So yeah. let's start out. Um, yeah. How did you, yeah. first of all, when did you decide that you wanted to go into ortho like throughout mm -hmm. dental school? Yeah. So it's ironic. So I actually first knew about ortho. Um, I wanted to do ortho actually before I wanted to do dentistry. So it was my orthodontist when I was in high school. He was doing my braces. He's like, you love this job. Um, I just get to transform people. And uh, he just, he just told me all the time how much I, you know, I should go into it. And um, realized I have to go through dental school first <laughs> before you go into ortho. Right. Um, and so I kind of knew from the get-go when I started dental school that I was going to go into ortho, uh, or at least hoping to go into ortho because I knew it was a competitive process. And uh, so I knew from a, a while back, you know, I, in dental school, I got attracted to different specialties like endo. Um, mm -hmm. you know, we have Dr. Gaborj at the school who's an excellent endodontist. And so she almost convinced me to go into that. Perry was interesting, but kind of stuck with my first love of ortho. Right. Yeah. 
And then the, as far as the application process, it was a little bit different from like getting into dental school because there was no really, you know, dental test that you have to take. In fact, they look at the GRE, which is um, obviously the graduate records examination, which is not even dental aid at all. We have to do math and verbal and um, an essay. Mm -hmm. uh, and then really as far as the programs go, they're not really that um, strict about certain scores from that examination. They're more so, they just want to see a good overall above average score. And they look really a lot at your letters of recommendation. Um, at least this is what the school has told me, the letters of recommendation, um, extracurricular experience, and your GPA class rank. Okay. So when you're going to do the uh, letters of rec, yeah. um, how, who did you talk to? And like, did you, did they say like, you have to have like a research for a letter of rec or anything like that? So they want at least one orthodontist related letter recommendation. So it could be either an ortho related uh, faculty member or an orthodontist that you know. Mm -hmm. um, at LeeCom, I didn't really have that closer connection with uh, you know, Dr. Tinsworth, who's our orthodontist part-time. <coughs> so I went with uh, my orthodontist back home mm -hmm. in Georgia. Okay, um, nice. And so then the other, you know, you can have up to uh, from three to five letters recommendation. Um, I chose to go with five so I could have a better right. chance of getting them. Yeah. So what, um, what was it like? Cause I know, what, what's the name of the, um, application service again? Uh, it's a, it called a DIA pass. Not a, sorry, not a DIA. Yeah. DIA pass. Yeah. DIA pass. Mm -hmm. And it is very similar to like the AdSAS application. It's, right? it's very similar. You have to upload your letters, um, to the website and well, you have to actually have the website get in touch with your, uh, professors or anyone who's writing your letter recommendation and they have to submit directly to the website. Um, you know, transcripts will go through there. Um, uh, all official, you know, your NBDE scores, those will be processed through the website as well. Um, so kind of similar to idea as us. So at what point, like during the application process, is it important? Like, like how, first of all, how long is the process for the application? When do you have to like have your stuff in by? So the open, they open in middle of May uh, for applications. And this is for all specialties. So that would include, um, you know, pedo, if you're gonna go into endo, uh, ortho as well. Uh, it's the sooner you get them in like anything, the better. Uh, the applications, most orthodontic applications, um, the deadline was in late September. Uh, somewhere early September, um, somewhere in middle of August. Uh, but you really want to have the application finished by around July or June if you can. Um, I had mine done in the middle of July. Right, so it's like yeah. the planet dental school, like the sooner the better. The sooner the better. Yep. And some of these programs uh, are rolling admission. Uh, some of, a lot of them go through MASH, uh, but uh, the one I got into, Jacksonville University, was was not. It was a non-MASH school. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's awesome. And just and correct me if I'm wrong, so mm -hmm. the way your grading system works is it's a pass-fail system. So yes. I guess for our you know dental school grads that are looking to apply to residency or people thinking about as they're going right. through it's like important to let them know that it doesn't matter that you don't necessarily have like a GPA. Exactly. Because, you know, there's always that stigma that if you want to do residence, you have to be top of your class. And yeah. how do you really have any record of that? You know what I mean? Exactly. If you have a pass-fail system. So it worked out in your benefit, right? It did. Yeah. And so, you know, while interviewing, you know, about, about every other interview, they asked about my grades or the past, you know, about the, the grades or the class rank. And, you know, I explained to them that we're a pass-fail school. Um, and, you know, they said that that wouldn't hurt my application. And I contacted a lot of schools actually before I interviewed um, and even checked with schools to say, hey, you know, I would email and say, you know, as a pass-fail student, you know, do you all even look at these type of applications? And, you know, I would say overwhelmingly all of them said yes. Um, so you're not going to be discriminated if you are a pass-fail student. It might be a little bit more challenging, 
Um, but if you had a ledge recommendation, the extracurricular activities um, and all that, it goes a long way. Yeah. That's awesome. So what's, what's like the landscape look like for applicants? Mm. Um, and then also like the difference between all the specialties. Yeah. Um, so as far as the university I got accepted to, which is Jacksonville University, um, there were a lot of international applicants and that's something I was surprised about. Um, so they were, you know, some were uh, dentists um, in different countries. Um, some were, a lot were in their 30s or 40s. Some had been in general practice for many years or now decided to go into ortho. Um, I would say there were relatively few in my scenario where they were, you know, in their fourth year of dental school, just getting out and um, wanting to go straight into uh, a residency. Mm -hmm. yeah. And what was your other question? Sorry. No, just, yeah, like yeah. what the what the landscape looks like. Because I know yeah. um, it's, I mean, it's really tough. Everybody knows that. And they, they usually say, you know, you got to be the top 10% of your class. Right, right. So, well, that's cool. So tell me about like um, how the interviews went. Yeah, so I interviewed with three schools. I interviewed with uh, Seton Hill up in uh, Pennsylvania. I interviewed with Nova, and I interviewed with uh, Jacksonville University. Uh, all of them were or individual interviews. They're all over Zoom because of the coronavirus uh, right now. But they were all about individual interviews, about 30 minutes each with uh, a professor. Uh, the one with Nova is a little bit different. Uh, I had an interview with uh, two faculty at the same time. So I had about an hour interview uh, with two faculty members and then an hour interview with two other faculty members. Mm -hmm. uh, with Jacksonville, it was uh, about 40 minutes each with uh, four different professors. Okay. Uh, one of them being the director and then three other adjunct faculty members. Yeah, and then after and the Jacksonville one, not only that, so right after that, we had a, a whole group interview for three hours with current residents. And usually there, it's like a cocktail party, but of course, with coronavirus, right. uh, we had to do the cocktail party from <laughs> okay so serious question did, yeah. did you have like a suit on from the waist up and like boxers or like you know i had a lot of people tell me that <laughs> i should go with that but you know in the the rare scenario that they would ask me hey let's go ahead and stand up and show yourself, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yourself. Yeah. i don't want that to be the, the deciding factor <laughs> in school so no i wasn't you know gutsy like that but it did cross my mind <laughs> okay as long as you thought about it no i, I you know, I, you gotta I, be comfortable yeah you know definitely crossed my mind but not that gutsy. <laughs> what, uh, what questions did they ask you? Like, what did you guys talk about? And did you have yeah. to have like ortho knowledge? Yeah. So actually to, to your last question, yeah. I didn't need any ortho knowledge. Um, it was mainly, uh, they asked a lot about my research, especially Nova. Nova, Nova was very heavy into the research. Um, Nova asked a ton about that. Same with Jacksonville. Um, you know, about my projects. They even went back into undergrad and asked about my projects in undergrad that I did. Um, wow. research so oh, awesome yeah cool. so they will they will go back and and even touch on some some activities i did in college mm -hmm. so um be prepared to answer anything all you know as long as it's on your application it's fair game for them to ask um and then so they asked a lot about that and then you know some were really chill some of the faculty members i feel like they were in there just to see if like, you're a real person and can like get along with people and just yeah. laugh and have fun but then there were the sticklers in the group too where they were like they asked you the hard questions right, you know? right. like they would ask you hypothetical questions too like i'm sure a lot of people will get through dental school interviews like okay if you had this scenario with a patient who couldn't afford this or you know stuff like that you know moral ethical questions mm -hmm. yeah okay that's yeah that's good uh so they, i guess it was kind of like scenario based stuff yeah. too it was fairly similar to dental school interviews to be honest with you um just of course then they want to ask you you know they they didn't, you didn't even know anything about ortho itself but they wanted to ask you, you know, well, why ortho? You know, what has drawn you to this field? You know, what do you think um, the future is of the field? 
you know, but you didn't need, you didn't need to know any like ortho uh, knowledge beforehand. Right, right. Like, yeah. what could you add to the field? What could you add to the profession? Stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when you took the GRE, mm -hmm. it's the same exact test as like, let's say you're trying to get into a master's program from undergrad. Yeah. So because you've been through dental school and you studied for these exams and stuff, do you think it was easier to take the GRE then versus like if you were to go to oral surgery and take like the CBSC and everything? You know, uh, <laughs> do you know, okay, I, when I got my master's degree, I studied for a week. I just took a practice test twice. That was All my right, study. The GRE. No, I'm, I'm just oh, telling you. I'm just telling you. It's, it's, it's not hard. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're going into a, like a dental residency and they yeah. require the GRE, I thought maybe they amended a little towards mm. something more rigorous because if yeah. that's the case, some of us should be getting perfect scores or something like that. You know what well, I mean? Well, you think, you know, the, the biggest thing for me with the GRE was going back and relearning, just refreshing myself with math. You know, yeah. and once, once you relearn the formulas and once you relearn all that stuff, it comes back. But yeah. outside of that, it's the same old, same old GRE. Yeah. Yeah. Pythagorean theorem and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you, you know what? Matt, Matt, Matt would have to go back and learn how to read again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the good thing about D3 or now. Second year of clinic, right? You know, you know, second semester of clinic. You know, what is yeah. reading? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't have to read anymore. Yeah. Just, you got to see what I'm reading. Like, and they're like, today, Junior. Exactly. Okay. Uh, what other questions you guys have about ortho residency? Uh, so how long is it? Does it vary? Yeah, per, it per program. Varies or? per program. This is one of the more accelerated ones. It's a two-year, three-month program. Uh, so okay. you know, a lot are most are three years. Uh, okay. Seton Hill was actually a two-and-a-half-year program, which was on the shorter side. But you're looking at around most of the time a three-year program if you're compliant. So mm -hmm. with, I'm I'm assuming if it's a shorter program, less breaks then. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Okay, yeah. I'm not sure what the breaks were for the other programs, but I know for Jacksonville, it's you're gonna be your nose in the grindstone. You're just gonna be very little break. That's good times. Yeah, I would. Hey, I would live in Jacks for a bit. I mean, you got Jacks Beach over there. Yeah, yeah, that's sweet. I've had uh, there's an oral surgeon actually in the the Defuniac clinic for us, and he did his residency in Jacksonville. So he's been talking to me about where to live, where not to live, the places to nice. go, and so it's been a good connection. Right, and then of course he did his residency at JU. So he was telling me about the school itself. Mm -hmm. He said, it's a really good professional. It's a graduate school most. I mean, they didn't have an undergraduate you know, program, but he says they have a ton of graduate, you know, residency positions, OBGYN, mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. So, you know. well, that's nice geographically for you. You know, I'm sure mm -hmm. that, that was good because you have Georgia yeah. right there where you're from. So yeah, my family, not too far by. Yeah. yeah. So is it, is that advantageous like did you apply then was that one of your top choices because of it was one of my location? top choices because of geographic location but also um the fact that it was also a two-year program I'm, you know more accelerated i don't mind you know working hard and fast as long as it's gonna be shorter you know i can mm -hmm. i can do it um but that was a big reason i kind of applied to most of these schools in the southeast just kind of closer to home right yeah yes. all right yeah. locations everything yeah so, Mike, um, before we go here, what recommendations would you give to dental students that are or will be applying to residency? You know, uh, as far as research goes, I mean, every single school touched on it, whether they how much they value it or not. I mean, just by the way they talked about it with me, they seem to they seem to matter a lot to them. So I would say don't hesitate to get onto research early uh, for one, mm -hmm. because time will run out quick on you. Or you'll have to like COVID happen and you know completely screw up a lot of right. projects. <laughs> wow, yeah, didn't um, even think about that. Yeah, thankfully we wrapped up all of ours for the most part before COVID. One was kind of nice. halted a little bit. Uh, so I recommend that uh, get involved. Do you know whether it be different clubs on in, you know in the school, uh, student government, or 
um, you know, anything that's going to show involvement and uh, going that next extra mile. Uh, I would highly recommend doing things like that to kind of set you apart uh, along with, I mean, I think the biggest thing too is just having a good attitude, positive attitude, uh, going to school every day, um, you know, ready to roll. Even if you aren't feeling well, be respectful to your faculty. Um, that goes a huge, huge way. And I feel like your writers are a recommendation um, and for getting um, a good rapport with your professors. All right. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, Mike, uh, what are, what is your contact information? If you want to give it out. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. Instagram, yeah. if anybody has questions, anything like that. Social security. Yeah, number. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll start with SSN. No, um, no. So my Instagram is Michael Dubuck, uh, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-D-U-B-U-C. Uh, and then my email, uh, you can go through my school email. It's uh, mdubuck47341 at dmd.edu. All righty. Yeah. Best of luck to yeah. you on all your pursuits. And yeah. we know Thank you're going to be a great aligner. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great uh, shapeshifter of teams, yeah. right? Because <laughs> I, I definitely want to talk to you again when, when you get started and no, like, see sure. how everything's going. For you know, sure. Follow you through the process. Hey, yeah. I mean, I'll be back in this area. And probably visit, oh, I know you guys are going to be out in the yeah. Duniac next yeah. year, but I'll for sure be back in this area. Yeah. Yeah. Cole, he'll so. be here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be, be here. here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, Mike. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, guys, that'll do it for an interview with Michael Dubuck, fourth-year dental student, currently accepted into the Jacksonville Ortho program. He's a personable guy. You guys could hear how much he cares and how much he wants you guys to succeed just in the episode alone. So use those pearls and those tips and tricks that he dropped for you guys on how to get into the perfect residency for you. As always, follow us on Instagram at dental.student.vibes. Make sure you guys give us a like, comment, review. Let us know what you think about the episode or past episodes. Let us know what we could do better and what we can do to make this the best podcast we can for you. So as always, let's stay safe and vibe on.